It's Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. I'm Tanya Harris, and welcome to TMI Daily, your daily roundup of everything people are talking about online since they aren't allowed to talk about it in person. A 90-year-old woman in the United Kingdom became the first person to receive a COVID-19 vaccine outside of a clinical trial. The second UK person to get it was William Shakespeare. No, seriously, it was. Just not the William Shakespeare you're thinking of. Hopefully being dead for 500 years slightly reduces your risk of getting COVID. Today, Donald Trump signed an executive order prioritizing shipments of the COVID vaccine to the U.S. before going to other countries. Unfortunately for the almost done president, his orders mean nothing any longer since 81 million Americans inoculated the world from Trump's authority as of January 20th. Speaking of the last actions of a failure, Trump held a vaccine summit at the White House this afternoon that included neither members of the COVID task force nor executives from Pfizer or Moderna who refused to appear with him. Is it just me or is Donnie turning into the manager from Burger King who got fired but still shows up to tell employees who he thinks should get free cheese on their Whoppers? In a tweet this morning, the Arizona Republican Party asked if supporters of Donald Trump are willing to fight and die to keep him in the White House. Although many say yes, I have a feeling that when the time comes to fight, most like Trump will develop bone spurs. Late this afternoon, the U.S. Supreme Court denied Republicans' request to stop certification of Joe Biden's election win in Pennsylvania, making Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett the latest Trump hires who couldn't figure out how to overthrow our democracy for him. On the subject of sham legal legal defenses, Ted Cruz said he would be happy to argue overturning the election before the U.S. Supreme Court if the court would take up the case. Hey, Ted, your wife is ugly and your dad killed JFK. Now, would you mind fighting a parking ticket for me? Restaurateur Guy Fieri has raised more than $21 million for unemployed restaurant workers. It's sad when the most effective government relief in this country is coming from the mayor of Flavortown. Madonna got her first tattoo this week. At 62 years old, she seems less like a virgin and more like someone desperately in need of relevance. Christopher Nolan ripped Warner Brothers for their decision to release their 2021 films on HBO Max the same day as two theaters, calling it the worst streaming service. Clearly, someone doesn't realize that HBO Max has all 10 seasons of Friends and all 12 seasons of Big Bang Theory. On Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk Show, Lori Laughlin's daughter Olivia Jade claimed that her mother's imprisonment in the college admission scandal was, quote, a reflection period, proving once again why she was too stupid for her parents not to bribe her way into a good school. Now let's send it over to tonight's TMI Daily Cast and Crew Roundtable. Stay safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TMI Daily. I'm Veronica Yellow, and as always, I'm joined by some of my TMI Hollywood family. Let's go around and say hello to everyone watching at home or listening to our TMI Daily podcast. Let's start with you, Pete. Hey, everyone at home or watching us on, how did you say that again? What I want to say, just like you said it. Say, said what? <laughs> Forget it. Just go on. <laughs> you know, my attention span is this small. <laughs> um, Joe. Hi, everyone listening to us on Google Podcasts. Happy National Act Like a Time Traveler Day. So I've been practicing all day. So wait. <clears throat> I'm from the future. 
and y'all are fucked. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Elizabeth. Guess what? I hate time travel. It's my least favorite storytelling. It really is. Of it all is. time. Do not it ever is. get me fucking started on time travel. You'll you'll regret it to the end of your days. Anyway, happy Tuesday. Emma. Hey everyone. I just want to make sure we're all aware that we're all time travelers going forward in time at a rate of one second per second. That's fine. But none of this malarkey about back and forth and timelines and meh. Someone doesn't enjoy Doctor Who. And is wrong. <laughs> Chris? Uh, folks at home that are listening and watching, it is true. Elizabeth does not like <laughs> I will make a PowerPoint about it. We're going to be posting episodes every Monday. So be sure to check those out. We, we've shot three episodes, and I think every single one of them, we probably had to cut out a rant about how Elizabeth hates time travel. <laughs> it's not the first past, It's not the first podcast I've done it on. It won't be the last. <laughs> it won't be. And I hope we do it every episode because they are hilarious. Okay, so later on in the show, we're going to be spreading some positivity with the host of the podcast, The Good News Podcast. Yeah, so, well, how long that'll last. <laughs> we're going to be speaking with Neil in a, in a few minutes. Okay, so let's start tonight's show. Today, a 90-year-old woman in the UK became the first person to receive the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine outside of a, uh, outside of a clinical trial. Sorry about that. Next week, the FDA should approve the vaccine for emergency use in the United States, with the first vaccines going into American arms just before Christmas. We can almost assume that once this happens, that it will start a battle over who should be the first in line for the vaccine here. Tonight, we thought that we would try and demonstrate just how difficult this may be. So first, let's get one thing out of the way right from the beginning. Can we all agree that frontline workers should get it first? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we're all in a. Okay, we all agree. With are, that. And are you counting like grocery store uh, employees in frontline? Or I mean, like a frontline versus essential? Like I guess. Well, I mean, Pete, what was your idea with? Well, that? I mean, frontline front meaning meaning healthcare workers yeah. and like like and firemen, police. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody yeah. that yeah that basically comes in contact, you know. Yeah. Okay. So um, when we talk about healthcare workers um, getting the vaccine first, should that include all medical doctors and nurses, regardless of what type of medicine they specialize in? So yes. what are your thoughts on that? Every, including like podiatrists, for example, um, all kinds of doctors. Okay, let's start with you, Emma. Uh, hard, yes. Um, partially because they do have skills that can be transferred uh, in a pinch. Uh, also because... Doctors can't just close up shop. They're going to be seeing patients of all kinds, no matter what. So they are still at very high risk of running into someone who's COVID positive and just doesn't know it. Um, So yeah, doctors of all kinds should be getting the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Okay, Pete. See, I'm kind of at a, at a weird point on this because should a podiatrist be getting getting the vaccine before? Stop it! I already know you're going to stop it, yeah. sir. You stop no, it. No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying. You should like, like, are they like, are I mean, just because you have a medical degree in some field 
do you then, you know, have the first right to get to get in line for the vaccine? I mean, there's a lot of doctors out there that haven't done anything about COVID. Look, I, I, I go to um, to um, an orthopedist for a, a problem with my shoulder, and I'm pretty sure that guy never had anything to do with COVID. And he's a little nuts. And I don't know if he should be getting the vaccine before some other people should. But that's again, it's that's why this is this is such a confusing um, problem because they have to decide who is most important first and who is most at risk first and everything else before they decide who's actually going to get it. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth? Yeah, I disagree because I think as a healthcare worker of any kind, you are still needing to be treated for your health problem, even though it's relatively minor in the grand scheme of things. It's not COVID and it's not immediately life-threatening, but it is something that you need to have the physical care for. And I think it's in everybody's best interest if all healthcare providers, even ones that seem quote unquote irrelevant, have that. Because again, they, as Emma said, could be called to something worse and have to interact in that scenario. And it's also, it helps, I think, get things back faster because a lot of people have had to put off procedures that are not immediately like life saving but necessary um even if it's something minor um mm-hmm. i think that just helps us get back to things a little faster if healthcare workers across the board get it okay chris and then i'll go to joe uh yeah i mean here's the thing like you can um do it in stages like i think anybody who works in a hospital or uh, like a free clinic, those should definitely be like some of the first people to get it because they're probably seeing the most people per capita than anybody is right now. Mm-hmm. Probably seeing more people in the hospitals, real talk. And from there, then you can go into like, you know, dental offices, make sure they're vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? And maybe go to, you know, people who are like plastic surgeons because like, yes, they're still operating. They're still around people, but these, yes, these are people who are, electing these surgeries but for the most part some of them aren't some of them are essential to like their well-being or like getting through life comfortably which is you know neither here nor there I don't I'm not a doctor so I'm not going to speculate on what those things are but yeah I think for sure like anybody like that that is seeing people on a regular basis I mean even fucking chiropractors yes people have to wear their masks but like they're still getting breathed on and things of that nature so like yeah they need to be uh, uh taken care of first because at the end of the day uh, they do have a medical degree and like they may not be in the hospitals directly, but they could be somebody that could end up in a hospital to treat people if this shit gets out of control. So. Okay. Um, Joe. Chris, it's almost like we were going to segue in because I was about to say like chiropractors, please check the check that their license and their degree first, because half these chiropractors I see, I really don't think are actual doctors. <laughs> a lot of these guys, like, like, especially guys that are just like when you're walking down the street and like, Hey man, you're walking funny. I'm a chiropractor. I'm like, you know, you shouldn't be happy to solicit stuff. Okay. Also any, any guy that calls himself Dr. Love or Dr. Fever or Dr. No, they don't, they don't good. get one. I will say this though, script doctors, Sorry. front of the line. We need some script doctors. Yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper. Should Dr. Pimple Popper get 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 yeah, get definitely. in this? Dr. Absolutely. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't think he's got really liquid shooting at her. As fucking gross as that show is, and I can't even watch it. I actually interviewed her on a red carpet. And she said, "Do you watch my show?" And I just, I never do this. I went, "No, I can't." She's like, "It's cool. Most people can't." <laughs> she was actually does. really chill about it. <laughs> but that she does full on medical, like surgical shit on those 
fucking growths or whatever they are. I also want to point out everybody on this screen immediately jumped to the defense of Dr. Pimple Pop. She is doing God's work. I just don't want to watch. She's doing God's work. She's doing God's work. She's popping pimples. She's touching people. And also he has liquids flying at her face. Sounds like that album we were playing last night. So now I have a question. So when they talk about, you know, like healthcare workers and, you know, frontline workers, obviously they're, they're talking about everyone that works like in a hospital, right? Like the hospital staff, meaning the janitorial uh, people that work in the cafeteria. And yeah. they're including everybody there, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. Absolutely. That yeah. is correct. Okay. So according to most reports, after healthcare workers, the next group in line should be the elderly. Does anyone want to disagree with that? Okay, um, Pete. Yeah, I know you know what to say about okay. this. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like directly disagreeing with it, but I, I'm thinking to myself: Should the elderly be the first ones to get it, or, or, or should it be young people? Because the elderly, elderly are very rarely going anywhere. It's all those young people that are going all over the place, getting the virus and spreading it to everybody else. So maybe we should be giving it to like 18 to 30 year olds. First, just so that so that we we can protect the elderly, because I think as long as there's still people walking the street all day and night and and just flouting all these COVID rules, then then you know it, 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 you know the old people are still in in more jeopardy than anybody. Okay, Chris. Um, I, I agree with what uh, Pete is saying, but I I would go younger. I would say give it to like elementary school kids and like preschool kids because yes. They are more immune to it. They can get over it, but they're also more carriers of the virus because of like how that close knit they are. Like people are going back to schools and shit like that. Plus kids are fucking gross and they don't wash their hands and shit like that. So they're probably going to get people sick in the first fucking place. So give it to the, like, it's like, it's like, who, who do you get the poison from? Do you get, you want to get bit by the young rattlesnake or the adult rattlesnake that can control themselves maybe a little bit better? The young rattlesnake is just going to fucking shoot you with poison. Which that's what little kids are. The young little rattlesnakes. They don't know how to control themselves. They don't know how to wash their freaking hands when they're supposed to. That's why when they said that we were going to open up the schools, it was ridiculous. If you're going to inoculate anybody after first responders, it used to be like young kids, and then from there, from like elementary schools to like junior high schools, and then to high school, and then like to us. I know it sounds crazy. Like we all got to get back to our lives, but I'm telling you, kids are fucking dangerous when it comes to diseases. Yeah, but you, you know, you know, Chris, that the little kids are going to be the last to get it because they haven't done any testing on them at all with the, with the vaccine yet. There, there hasn't been That's any true. trials at all involving yeah. uh, younger children, so they're literally going to be the last people to get it. But some studies did come out. Saying right. Yeah. That's, that's the way it's going to be. I, I did read some studies that were saying that you know some of it, like some of the t- times that the virus is being carried to other people is through kids, but because most kids are asymptomatic, that makes perfect sense. I mean, if you right. think about it- Yeah, but like, if you haven't tested oh, the kids, if you haven't tested the vaccine on kids, are you, do you really, how many parents are- Well, yeah, we're not, I mean, yes, in a hypothetical world, they haven't tested But what I'm saying though, I still think that there probably are more kids that do have the virus, but they don't know about it because they are asymptomatic that are probably carrying it to people within their own families. But like people think, oh, they're kids. They're not transmitting the virus. So I do. I agree with Chris in that sense. Right. But I also understand that they can't be vaccinated because they haven't done any time. Right. But I really yeah, this believe is... that kids are like big carriers of the virus. Like I, I'll be interested to see what what they come up with afterwards. Like if they do more studies 
on this because I really want to know because I think that's a, that's a big problem too. Um, Emma. So uh, I have a couple thoughts. One is I don't think that rattlesnake analogy worked at all because no. rattlesnakes of any age don't care how much poison they're putting in you. Uh, you, should, you could look it up. It's, baby more. Because baby rattlesnakes well, I, I believe that they have more and less <laughs> venom. But no, they like, out more. if they're they attacking you, they're, like this is not the point. I just I think that if rattlesnake is attacking you, it's just attacking you. It doesn't care about how yes. much venom. But you could die no matter what from a baby rattlesnake than an <laughs> adult rattlesnake. Let it go, Chris. Do, do inject anyway. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, That's all I'll say. It's just science. For, I know some shit. Per their body size. So speaking of science. Uh, I think that you guys are forgetting that there are way fewer elderly people than there are 18 to 34 year olds or four to 10 year olds or whatever that demographic is. Um, so there's fewer people to actually vaccinate. I think you also have to vaccinate the people who are more likely to die from it. Um, like I hear the point about giving it to young people so that like they don't bring it into an, like into a retirement home, but it's it's easier to make sure that fewer old people are protected from dying in case like one young person who hasn't gotten it or as an anti-vaxxer comes in than it is to try and get every 18 to 34 year old vaccinated. That's so many millions of people. It's so many doses. It's, it's logistically not impossible, but like so much more difficult than it needs to be. Um, I agree. So yeah, no, I, elderly people are more likely to die. I want it to get taken care of so that they don't like, so if one young person is stupid, which young people are very likely to be stupid, uh, old people don't all die because the young people got it first. Okay, Elizabeth? Yeah, I mean, we're f- kind of forgetting too that the first clusters of it were in nursing homes. That's where it was, was sweeping through. Like Seattle lost a ton of people in nursing homes where there were elderly uh, people in their care. Uh, it, it is, as Emma said, like a technically a smaller population, easier to distribute and control it. And that will definitely like mitigate the death toll. Um, and after, yeah, so you do healthcare workers and you do old people. And then I think the next tier they said their planning is immunocompromised. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> and then <Love> you. <laughs> we have so excited. What, what a gift this has been. <laughs> um but then i but i think like uh i think somebody um said oh tgf philip online said teachers i think we gotta factor in essential workers big time on this one because we've been forcing them to work people there have been grocery stores where employees are getting sick left and right like that should be its own tier after healthcare frontline workers elderly essential workers then immunocompromised people or whatever and then your healthy otherwise healthy adults yeah. and then figure out like, the kids like the meat plants too you know where people yeah. are on top of each other and what about the farm workers i exactly. mean yeah and i mean there's so many different groups that that you have to you know to keep in mind i'm um, joe can we um uh a really good idea for distributing this to the elderly can we have the people doing it be like uh, younger people that are dressed kind of street so that when they come up to their door and they go get off my lawn. They just don't get one. <laughs> you know, kind of weed, kind of weed the herd down a little. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta put it in. You gotta put it in like old people candies, like Werther Originals. Like no ribbon candy, dude. Ribbon candy, Burgeries, and it's at the bottom of a bag. <laughs> those fucking strawberry chews that nobody knows the name of but they're like oh, no but i'm mom. saying is like you know if they're gonna be like if if this old person's like you know like a like a racist sexist asshole 
maybe they get it after some other old people. <laughs> oh no, Car- crazy old Carl at the end of the block who brings a shotgun out on Halloween didn't get the vaccine. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's an interesting question. Since Trump has already had COVID and doesn't need to get vaccinated immediately, and since Biden will be president in less than two months, should he be immediately vaccinated? If there was only one vaccination right now for a vice president, should it go to the current VP, Mike Pence, or the incoming VP, Kamala Harris? Forget your personal politics for a second while you answer this question. So who should get that one vaccine? Um, Elizabeth. Incoming VP Kamala Harris, because she will be working with an elderly gentleman, um, regardless of politics. We also all, look, we all know Pence secretly had it with the pink eye and shit at the, at the, and the fly landed on him. We all know he had it and he, we just didn't say it. He's also seems to have been exposed a whole bunch at multiple super spreader events mm-hmm. and seems to be fine. Um, so I think, uh, just uh also it's a more pressing issue with the incoming president you need them both healthy and safe uh versus the outgoing uh leadership yeah i agree with you i mean pence has less than two months and at least- also fuck them the personal <laughs> politics came in fuck those guys <laughs> give it to she's gotta serve at least four years so she has to be healthy for at least four years you know give it to joe and kamala because they aren't shitty <laughs> emma uh yeah i was gonna say like can Pence catch COVID? I didn't know that plastic mannequins could. Um, <laughs> but like, also more seriously, from uh, I agree with what with, with what a lot of what Elizabeth said. That was a terrible sentence. Yikes! A lot of W's and E's. You guys got what I meant. Oh boy. Um, no, I agree with a lot of that. The sentiment of she's the incoming president. She's going to be with more people for more time going forward. I. Uh, it is. Um, Listen, worst case scenario, it is unlikely that the entire uh, chain of succession is going to be gone from the current administration within the next two months, Um, especially because Trump already had it and is now immune. Uh, You know, he's probably not going to die from COVID. So this is not the most immediate threat. And then there's still like all these other people in line who are, you know, safe and fine so far. Hey, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to uh, echo Emma's sentiment in a, li- a little bit, but I, I mean, I don't think you can give a robot COVID. That's why Pence has never gotten it. I, I mean, that guy has been in, if he was in Africa during Ebola, he would have walked out like it was no big deal because that guy does not get anything. I mean, there is protected nothing- by the Lord, man. It's fine. The only, the only thing he ever got was a fly on his head. You know, and and a tarnished reputation that'll never be fixed, and he'll never be president. But other than that, um, he can't get COVID. Apparently, I, I mean, I guess I guess when you're not allowed around women, COVID's not allowed around you. I just I don't know. He's got the Lord on his side. So I think he, he did have it, and they just never said anything about but it. When? When would he have had? Like, it? The president had it. The MP and- debate when he was all yeah, his eyes were all crazy, and oh yeah, he had it. For sure. Either that or he's the living dead. And we just With that logic, Giuliani had it 17 times in the last three weeks. <laughs> Joe. Uh, obviously, Pence is immune from all of that uh, traveling he did with Johnny Quest. Hey, listen. <laughs> quit, saying, 
quit saying, oh, you know, he uh, is the uh, you know, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you will not disrespect Royal Bannon, sir. How dare you? Okay, Royal Bannon was a badass. He was not Mike Pence. Okay, he was a good person. You will not disrespect him by comparing Mike Pence to Royal Bannon. I won't let the slander happen. All right. <laughs> Listen, I'm sick and tired of like they go, oh, uh, uh, Elizabeth said that Kamala Harris is working with an elderly guy and calling him old man Joe. All right, him and Trump are four fucking years apart. All right, this is like Trump is just as fucking elderly. I'm sick and tired of this whole old man Joe crap. They're only four years apart. Like, like, like he would have been a freshman in high school when Joe was a senior. It's not a big fucking deal. But they got more shit to do. That's why I thought it was more important. Stop with this old man shit. You know what it is? It's a bunch He's of malarkey. Just old. Malarkey. There you go. <laughs> I want to throw another question to you guys. Let's say Trump has to make a decision as to who gets the vaccine first, Ivanka or Melania. Who would he choose? Oh, that's Ivanka. 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 Melania. Oh, hard Ivanka. Ivanka fucking hates He's no, to give you Ivanka it's, a, it's a true question. He gives it to himself. I didn't follow what you said. <laughs> Can you phrase it another way? So should all Senate and Congress members receive vaccines before any Americans, other Americans do? And how do you guys feel about also local and state government leaders getting the vaccine before? Um, Elizabeth. Absolutely fucking not. Fuck those guys. I know we voted for them. I know some of them are trying to do good, but they are not essential frontline workers uh, and do not deserve priority over people who are doing actual work in the field, keeping things running uh you know, economically at the least, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they barely, they've, Congress and Senate, again, I like to tell a lot of people who I voted for and stuff, but we haven't gotten, you get that vaccine when I get my fucking stimulus check. Mm-hmm. Hey, Emma? I, I mean, before any Americans, no, like healthcare workers, essential workers, people who are, you know, have to work in grocery stores and stuff, they get the vaccine first because they are constantly coming into contact with the public. If we're looking at the overall spectrum of when you can get a vaccine, I think they should get it before, say, I do, uh, because ultimately we do need a government. Uh, we are very weak to any kind of attack from anybody. Uh, if we don't have a government because they can't meet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, before some freelance writer schmuck like me, sure, they should get it before me. Before any American? No. Okay. Pete. I think you deserve it Go. before then. Well, I, I think that um, maybe what they should do is they should tie the expense of the vaccine for them into the stimulus package. And so they have to pass the package in order to get the vaccine. And if they do that, then they should get it before everybody, everybody else, other than, of course, yeah, other than frontline workers, they should get it. I mean, so they should probably up. get it before anybody else anyway, because with, if they don't get it, we're not getting anything anyway from, from the government. So it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Joe? I, I'll have to have some questions first before I say yes. So uh, will I be invited to the party at French Laundry? Is Thomas Keller actually cooking that night, or is it just like one of his like like subordinate chefs and he'll be somewhere else? Um, I need to see the menu. What's the appetizer, and especially what we're looking at the mains. Then after that, I'll see maybe if the go- if the you know governor gets one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so with that being said, there's clearly going to be a battle over how the states get the vaccine. Today, it was announced that California <laughs> will get about two million vaccinations in the first wave 
which will cover a little less than half of the state's 2.4 million healthcare workers. Should states be receiving vaccines based on their population or on the necessity in the state, meaning if the state is in worse shape from COVID, should they get it? Should they get more vaccines? Now, this is kind of a tough question because it could go one of two ways. Like, I mean, if you're in a state where your state's doing really badly when it comes to COVID, I mean, well, we're not doing that great <laughs> in California, but I'm thinking of like other states too. That means that your government has obviously failed you. I mean, is that fair to say? Let me look at Florida, for example. They have a, a governor that doesn't care. So why should they get more vaccines, you know, than than us, for example? Hey, that governor sent the Gestapo in to get that one. Yeah, he tried to kick somebody uh, killed today. Yeah. <laughs> just because she spoke the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he is more than likely lying about well, the numbers in Florida. I mean, I, I'm probably going to step on the second question, the next question on this, but the hell with it. But I, I mean, I don't, I, I definitely don't think it should be given to places because they're hot spots. because the reason why they're hot spots is because they don't care about the COVID right. crisis. And that, that includes this state because there's a lot of people that just clearly don't care here. What I think it should definitely be is, is economically where, where is it going to affect the country most if you, if you um, get the, if, if you give the vaccine to, to a state? So that means like states like New York, California, Texas, they should be getting it first because we put in the more, more money into the economy than Arkansas does and more than Rhode Island and we more than, than 15% of the entire U.S. revenue, FYI. Yeah. I mean, so it's, so it just comes down to like, if those mm-hmm. states, if all of these states are healthy and can get back to work, then the economy is going to get better. I mean, who does it really help if Alabama is all, all free of COVID when, when they're just going to be waiting there without COVID with their hands out waiting for us to give them money? I mean, and that's not me being a bitch about it. That's just the truth. We put in more money into the economy than any other state in the country. And other states like, like Alabama, like Mississippi, like Arkansas, Oklahoma, they take out more money. So if they get the, if they get the vaccine on par with us, uh, where, where we're all equally getting it, it's not going to help the economic situation. It's only going to keep it just as bad because just as many people are going to be out of work here as there. The only difference is the people that are out of work here are the ones that are actually bringing money into this country's economy. Okay. Emma? Uh, you can be being a bitch about it and have it be the truth at the same time. <laughs> Those are not mutually exclusive okay. things. Um, I think it should be about how, bad the, how badly the state is dealing with covid because it's not the doctor's fault that people are being dumb about it. And these vaccines are not going to go to the people who are being dumb about it. It's going to go to the doctors who are trying to save lives. There are perfectly, there are people who are good people in say South Dakota who didn't want the glory of being a doctor in a major city. They just wanted to go and help people in a rural area. And I don't think that they should get screwed over just because some of their uh, fellow citizens of the state are being dumbasses. Hang on, let me finish. Yeah. I also think that uh, it would be hypocritical for us to have argued that lives are more important than the economy beforehand and then turn around on that now. Lives are still more important than the economy and if more people are dying there, then they need more help. Yeah. What I was saying is, what, 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 like, let's, let's forget, that we've already decided that the healthcare workers have to get it first. So strike that. This is now we're down to regular normal people right now. And, and if you, you want to tell me that 
we should be giving it to states that are just like, like to me, I think South Dakota should get it about a year and a half after everybody else gets it because the governor of South Dakota has been telling people for since day one, don't wear masks. Don't worry about, about not, uh, about not being around other people in groups have uh, go to church, do all those things because she literally couldn't care less because there's only 12 people in South Dakota and nobody seems to know if they're alive or dead anyway. But, but so I don't think that like, I don't think that they should say, okay, there's 800 people in South Dakota and there's 39 million people in, in, in California. Okay, so let's give 400,000 of them the, the, the vaccine and let's give um, 19, 19 million people in California the vaccine. It doesn't, it shouldn't be fair in that sense. It should be what parts of the country are going to save the rest of the country. And, 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 and again, I'm not just saying this because I live in California. I'm saying this because there are states that are going to keep this country alive and then there's states that are just going to keep sucking it dry. And if we're going to give, give out equally to both, then, then we're going to just end up in, in an economic crisis that we're never going to get out of. Emma, do you want to respond? Sure do. Uh, first of all, first of all, not only are we yes talking about doctors because this question started with the fact that California is not going to get enough vaccines for all of our healthcare workers. So not only are we talking about doctors, we are talking exclusively about doctors. None of this is going to normal people yet, regardless, because there aren't enough vaccines just for the doctors. And so since we are talking just about the doctors to begin with, uh, it does need to go to the people who are doing more work with COVID. And it is not a doctor in South Dakota's fault that their governor is a fuckwit. Um, the, like, we're not talking about the normal people right now. We don't have those vaccines. We might not get them till June or later, no matter what. So long as we are partitioning out vaccines, they need to go where they are most helpful. And none of this will affect the economy at all until the summer anyway. Hey, Joe. Um, I saw numbers from uh, South Dakota's neighboring state, North Dakota, um, and last week, uh, one in 800 people got COVID. This week, it's down to one in every 515. Um, if something's not done, I mean, that's slowly going to be the entire population of the state of North Dakota, um, which you would think normally, if you've ever been to North Dakota, quite often many of those people are social distancing because even when you're so popular, the houses are still very par- far apart amongst each other. And yet it's still spreading over there. Um, uh, let's let's take aside like what both the governors of North and South Dakota have been doing and things like that, because there's been actually words where like the people that were dying in the hospitals in North Dakota still didn't believe that it was COVID and still didn't believe that it was going on. I mean, that's one thing. But I mean, we need to put in a little bit of humanity here at this point. If it's ravaging that much of the population that fast, you'd need to be able to go in and do something to stop that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Disagree. I oh. completely disagree about that. <laughs> Elizabeth, and well, then it's, we'll move on to the last question. Yeah, it's it's hard because it's frustrating, but it is, you know, as we said, you can't really we can't really decide, you know, pass the judgment on living and dying and deserving more deserving. Well, I mean kind of deserving, I guess, but it's I don't want to be cold and cruel just because somebody frustrates me. Okay. So I asked you guys who you thought should be the first group of people to get the vaccine. Who do you think should be the last group to get the vaccine? <laughs> Instagram influencers. Said I said mine, I said mine already, but I'll add, I'll add to that list. <laughs> okay. 
Um, well, we, well, we already talked about anybody that's doing multi-level marketing. Uh, people <laughs> would put pineapple on pizza. Anybody who's using essential oils. Oh my gosh! People that drive slow in the left lane. People that drive slow in the left lane. That's fair. <laughs> Pie should get it last. <laughs> I, I, real talk. All right, I'm gonna say this. It's gonna sound messed up, but like, here's why I think they should. Just because of historical reasons, I think black people should get it last. And here's why. Oh, One, Jesus. they already don't trust the government. Okay, so they're gonna be the last ones to get it anyway. Two. Everybody else needs to get it so that we can be comfortable with getting it. Because once we start seeing that motherfuckers ain't dying or like growing a third arm or like <laughs> all of a sudden like going on killing sprees or some shit like that, then we'll be like, all right, cool. The government ain't trying to fuck us again. So I think black people should get it last just just to be sure that it's all to the good. Every time in history has been experiment vaccine, we got it first and then shit got fucked up in our community for like 20 years for it. So I'm saying we should get it last as an apology. Just, I mean, just, y'all give reparations an apology. Just to clarify things in case people can't I'm easy to clarify. It. I clarified on, it, sir. Uh, just for the people on the podcast, I'm saying for the people listening and not watching, the gentleman who said that is African-American, just so we know. <laughs> Oh, they can hear it. They can hear it. They know. I'm not doing my watch. So, Chris, I don't want to disagree with your logic because, like, you make a good point and I hear what you're saying, but I don't think that, like, a mostly white government can make that a policy. Like, that can be something, that, like, that can be the way that that happens, but your yeah, yeah. white government can't make that a law. All I'm saying is, okay, if they said it the way that I said it, black people would be like, oh, look, they care about us. They're letting us get it last. And like, like all these little fucked up white kids after they take the vaccine. This is cool. Yeah, straight up. They should hire you as a spokesperson, but Gavin Newsom should not say that. <laughs> no, they just get Obama to say it. That's all. <laughs> Obama can say that, but like maybe not Eric Garcetti, right? Um, yeah, 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 for sure. And then, uh, I loved Elizabeth Sanzer. Uh, Instagram influencers absolutely should be among the last. Yeah. Also, any president of any fraternity that held a party over the Hell past. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was very. I'm specific. so down for that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still saying sexist about it. A- absolute last person should be <laughs> fucking Trey Songs, who held a concert over the weekend with 500 people in a venue in Ohio. Mm. So, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's what fair. they should do is I, I got a great plan just to decide who should get it last. They should put on an event someplace where the chain smokers are performing <laughs> and tell people to come out and whoever shows up, they get it last. Because anybody who's going to go to a chain, like that thing over the summer, those people in the Hamptons who went to the Chainsmokers concert, those people should clearly get this last. Or I hope they all got COVID already and they don't need it. Because <laughs> I, I, if you're going to risk your life, you're, you're better off risking your life actually chain smoking than actually going to see the chain smokers. <laughs> people that bedazzle their steering wheel, there's also... <laughs> Yikes, that's a lot of suburban shit. Damn. A lot of suburban. Oh, well, I mean, they're they're putting their life in danger anyway because that steering wheel has an airbag. So if they do get into an accident, they're going to get their face bedazzled. But that's beside the point. (laughs) Right there with Elizabeth, I think any social media influencer should be the last people to get a vaccine, especially if their last name is Paul. So any of Paul's, Logan Paul's, the Kardashians, all those people. They should definitely be the last people. 
Anyone, got- Aaron Paul should get it last. <laughs> anyone who bought a ticket to the fire festival. Anybody who bought anyone a ticket to the fire festival. We have a list. <laughs> we know if you bought a ticket to fire festival. <laughs> oh, shit. I want to have a little fun with this since we're still talking about the vaccine. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions and I want to see what you guys think. So if you could only choose one male and one female entertainer to get the vaccine first, who would you choose? For me, it would be Betty White because we have to save Betty White. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Yeah. Now, even though he's already had COVID, I still want Tom Hanks to be vaccinated immediately. Yeah. Because yep. we cannot risk losing Tom Hanks. And Dick Van Dyke, though, too. I don't yeah. want Dick Van Dyke, you know, protected. Ooh. So those would be my my two people. Chris, who would you choose? Uh, male, I would pick um, LeBron James. Here's why. Because... Uh, one, he's been like one of the biggest philanthropists, secret philanthropists. You only hear about his shit on the news and he's been doing it for a long time and he's actually stepped his game up since this thing has happened. And and not only was he raising money, but he's also giving the shit ton of money and he also like rebuilt a bunch of schools and all this other shit. So he's been doing that. Also too, I want to pick him because he pisses off right-wing Republicans the most <laughs> because every time he tweets anything political, they always tell him to shut up and play basketball. And there's always like a long ass five minute segment on every like Fox news thing after he says something. So like that makes me laugh because they're like pissed off about what a basketball player says and it gets to them for some reason. Uh, and if there's any female, I'd make it my mom. She can oh, get it first. She's not a celebrity. Not a celebrity. She, 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 she is a <laughs> in my motherfucking life, his book. <laughs> yeah, celebrity is what you make. Oh, it, right? we're, the ones that make we're the ones that make them celebrities. I'm a fan of my mom, so therefore she's a motherfucking celebrity. Cuz <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. You're gonna pick Julia Louis Dreyfus just because of that. That's <laughs> I, I, listen. Okay. Nobody gonna laugh. Chris picked a- right? pick Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take That's it. it. She's hot and she has a great laugh. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> Elizabeth, what about you? Um, male, uh, sort of in the the Dick Van Dyke like elderly celebrity I like. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mel Brooks because he's also put in a lot of work and made videos with his son and grandson. I really laughed. There was one I think for voting where he's inside and they're outside and they do the whole thing. He go just turns around, and goes all right, bye. <laughs> just shoes him away, and that cracked me up for some reason. And then. Um, Female celebrity again. I'll go. I'll skew. Uh, oh, I'm going to steal Philip's suggestion because it's it's totally true. Dolly Parton should get it. I was going to say Jane Fonda, but it should be 100% Dolly Parton. She participated in the production of it, albeit distantly, and she uh, she deserves it. Okay. Um, Pete, what about you? Who do you choose? Since since it's such a, a random question, I think it should have random answers. <laughs> like like I think I think just because it'll be really interesting to see. It, maybe Buster Rhymes should get it first because people would say Buster Rhymes, he hasn't had a hit in years, but he gets it. And that's just going to be the way it is. And I think the woman should have to be Beyonce because if she doesn't get it, we're going to have to fucking live with hearing about it for the whole rest of eternity. So, so, so Buster Rhymes and Beyonce should be the only two celebrities who get it. And then if you know what, if everybody else dies, then they'll make movies They'll do music. It'll be a perfect existence. It'll be exactly what we deserve in this country. Okay, Joe, what about you? 
Uh, well, I mean, Elizabeth kind of took one out because I was thinking elderly with Mel Brooks and stuff like that. But I would like—I think Pat Oswalt, he's been really great with social media the last four years and is hilarious and I don't want to lose him. He's one of my favorite comedians. And uh, female side, oh my gosh, Dionne Warwick. <laughs> Your Twitter game is so good. Your Twitter game is on point. If you haven't been watching it lately, it's amazing. And uh, she is as much of a treasure as Betty White, and she deserves to get that 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 uh, vaccine. Okay. Did everybody get a? Emma, did you tell us? No, I haven't yet. All right, Emma, go ahead. So, uh, on the female side, I did. I do love Betty White and Dolly Parton, and those are great answers. And I wish I thought of them first. Um, but I was thinking just like pure national treasure level status, Meryl Streep, because we would all be devastated if Meryl Streep died. I wouldn't. Uh, Not Trump. <gasps> I would be devastated oh, if Meryl I'm Streep in the died. Already. died. So more no. than Tina Fey? So, so Meryl Streep, you're going to sacrifice Tina, Tina Fey's Fey younger. Tina okay. Fey'll be fine. She's going. That's it. It's, no. it's <laughs> Well, hang on. This is a whole new clause of this hypothetical <laughs> this scenario. Yeah, yeah, like, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If, if LeBron's Get ass, if, ass if LeBron's ass gets it, then I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then on the so damn healthy, he don't need that shit. But first of all, LeBron would turn it down. LeBron would give it to somebody. The LeBron would give it to Dion Warwick. So. Okay, and male? Male, I would give it to Jon Stewart on the condition that he can he goes back to doing regular political commentary. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, I think I think we all got this question wrong because clearly who should, the people that should get it should be John Legend and Christy Chrissy Teigen. Because because if they get it, then there'll be love in this world. And and I think that's the most important thing. <laughs> The other thing I'll throw and you wouldn't let me say my mom? She's not a celebrity. You picked you a celebrity. No, she's an obscure celebrity, okay? She has a very small fan base. What's, what's her following? <laughs> I followers, all right? What's her Q rating? Does she have a Q rating? I don't know what that means. So if you could choose one athlete, who would you choose to get the vaccine first? One what? Chris already screwed it up. What? An athlete. An athlete. Athlete. Yes. Okay. Oh, I, I got it. <laughs> Who would you choose, Chris? So if, if if it has to be just specifically an athlete, Michael Phelps. Just because but he's like just, a cool you dude. You already said like, LeBron. You already said LeBron yeah. <laughs> Just because, but if it has to be just an athlete, then I would be yeah, Michael Don't Phelps. you have a cousin who plays basketball on the side or something that you could pick? Since you picked yeah, LeBron James. I just said I think somebody, listen, if you can pick obscure people, I'm picking somebody obscure. I want motherfucking <laughs> the shark, Michael Phelps, okay? He raced the shark, he lost, but everybody else has done it, and he should, deserves the vaccine on that alone. Okay. Um, anybody else want to tell me an athlete they would give it, uh, want them to receive it first? Uh, Emma. Any member of the U.S. women's national soccer team. Because if they can't get equal pay... And they should at least, at least one of them, get a goddamn vaccine. They are the best in the world. It is yeah. insane that they have to even fight for equal pay to begin with. Give them a goddamn vaccine. They're incredible women. Okay. Elizabeth, do you have one? Um, I, I got to steal from online again. Or just, if not steal, just at least repeat. Danny said Serena Williams. I think that's an excellent choice. Because <sighs> I don't know a lot of athletes offhand. So. Okay. I do know her. <laughs> 
Well, I know who shouldn't get it first if you're picking an athlete. That's Tom Brady. I was gonna say not um, Tom Brady. No, definitely no, no, no. not Tom Brady. Definitely I want him Tom to get. Brady. You know what? I changed my vote. He's got, he should get it last. Not South Dakota. <laughs> um, but but um, if for me personally, if I got to pick one athlete, it's going to be uh, the Yankees superstar pitcher Garrett Cole because they paid way too much money for him to drop dead from COVID, um, and, and that would and the rest of their pitching staff sucks. So um, I would definitely go with him. Okay. Yeah, sure. Joe? Well, um, I'm a little bit sorry because I think most athletes are probably healthy enough that COVID is not going to really be too much of a problem for them. And so I'm kind of, a, you know, all that, uh, how, how I feel about that. But then I was thinking, let me think of an athlete that's really not healthy that could probably use it. And then we would lose an icon if they did die of COVID. So I'm going to go with uh, a competitive eater, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> We will just put the vaccine in one of 50 hot dogs and he has to find it. <laughs> Fuck, I would watch that show. I'm not going to lie. I would watch shit out of <laughs> well, for me, it would be my favorite athlete, Pal Gasol. I think he's just amazing. He's just a good human being, too. He does so much wonderful work and he's so talented. So he's the one I would definitely choose. Okay, so I have a couple more for you. Between Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, or Warren Buffett, who should get it first? Uh, Emma. The philanthropist, Bill Gates. Okay. Um, Chris. I like Warren Buffett. I like his restaurants, and I like his Tommy Bahama shirts, and that's pretty much all I need. (laughs) Okay. Um, Joe? Well, I, I, I think you're confused Warren Buffett with Jimmy Buffett. Um, oh, Buffett. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Buffett has a time to, to Tommy Bahamas in the restaurants. Um, I'm gonna go with Bill Gates just because it'll drive all the QAnon people crazy. It would have drive them bananas. That's why I want him to do it on live television. <laughs> okay, he's tracking himself, man. <laughs> well, I, I, hey, hey, watch the Dennis Hopper impressions. Yet I want the people. I want the people that like, like, wait, that's not my thing. I want the people. I want him to do it in Hollywood. By and have people dress up like they're in a satanic ball giving it to them, and that would just drive the QAnon people bananas. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say the thing that makes sense, and I'll tell you why. I, I want I needed a, a cover for my my VR glasses yesterday. I ordered it. It came this morning, and and that is all the only reason why I, I, I need to know that this man never dies. Um, and I, and I'm sorry. That's that. And you know, for every one of you that's because I get faces the devil and everything else. Stop ordering from Amazon, then, please. You can't vaccinate somebody who's already dead inside. <laughs> wow. Well, I I kind of agree with Pete, but if I really had to choose between the three of them, I would say Bill Gates as well. Yeah, I'd pick Bill Gates. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Buffett should be getting a shot too. Because <laughs> it's hey, Margaritaville, um, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, last time we all, you and I spent the time in Margaritaville, it wasn't really that worthy uh, of Jimmy Buffett getting a, a shot. Well, was, I mean, uh, had a bacon cheeseburger, sir. <laughs> oh no, 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 we had a very, very uh, ugly. Oh, I night. Saw you off camera, Chris. It's a, yeah, it's an interesting story. <laughs> okay, um, okay I, lots I of men crying. It's weird. <laughs> okay, let me ask you guys two more. <laughs> So what if you could choose someone other than yourself, anybody in your life that you'd want to get the vaccine first? Who would you choose? Pete, let's start with you. Um, well, I, I mean, the right answer for me would be my mom. 
Um, but my mom doesn't leave the house, so I'm not worried about it. So I probably have to give it to my father because my father has determined that he's he's going to do everything possible to get it and not get it at the same time. Um, so, yeah. So as much as I think I'd want to save my mother more than my father, my, I, I'm fairly certain my mother won't leave the house until like everybody's been vaccinated three or four times from this. So, yeah, my father. So you wouldn't choose me? No, because you and I aren't going anywhere. I know I don't have to worry about us. And apparently now their relationship's not oh, going no. anywhere either. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm just asking questions. It was we don't go us. anywhere. So what, what are we Veronica has about? just started a social distancing thing at the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. No, what about you? <laughs> uh, well, of course, number one would be my mom. She was just she's just been recovering from cancer as well. Oh, too, so everybody's saying mom now. Huh? After, you mean after Veronica, after mom, after mom, I want to say every single one of you guys here, oh. all of you guys on the show, I would love to see it if you guys all got got the shot because you guys have been that as that much as important as my direct family through all of this. So I would love to see all of you guys get it. Oh, thanks, Joe. I'm um, Chris. Hear that, I, Pete? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe before the show ends, you should change your panties. <laughs> oh my god! Toxic masculinity. <laughs> well, you know, you already know I'm going with my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotta, gotta keep her alive, you know. Yeah, yeah for her five fans. Hey, five fans. You know what I'm saying? Listen, nobody will be very disappointed. All right, so gotta keep them up. Emma. Uh, well, definitely Veronica first. Uh, oh, thank you, Emma. <laughs> uh, yes, Emma. See, I don't have to do it, honey. Veronica's going to give it to you first. <laughs> I mean, Emma's going to do it. Oh, boy. Um, no, I, I probably my parents. Um, either one of them I couldn't choose. But, you know, they're both uh, over 60 and in New York City. Um, so either one of my parents. Yeah. I don't have to qualify that. They're my fucking parents. Okay. <laughs> Emma. I mean I'm Elizabeth, sorry. <laughs> um I would say my parents and I, I love them dearly, but I know they would willingly sacrifice for the next answer, which is my brother, who works in a school and I want to keep mm-hmm. him extra safe. Um obviously I would give it to my parents if if I could give it to three people ahead of anything. But uh if I had to choose, I'd go with my bro. Okay. I would love to know if Vanessa is going to get it first. Yeah, probably Vanessa would probably get it first. Um, Well, I would obviously say Peter first. Oh, come on. That's such bullshit. She'd give it to her mother way before me. me, I would say my mom so she could finally get on a plane and come visit us. So, And just to keep her safe as well. Okay, so Joe, you brought up something a couple seconds ago, and that's my final question. And I'm actually going to start with you. So on this panel, if you could only choose one person to get it first. Now, I know, Joe, you said you'd want either one of us to get it first. Who would you guys choose? You're going to go to me first? I thought, yeah, since you processed, you said well, you... Obviously, obviously, the answer is Elizabeth because of what she's been going through and oh, everything. So, I mean, you. obviously, she deserves yeah. to get it first. I should get a second because I have psoriatic arthritis. So I am technically... Really? On the borderline, also of being uh, immune immune deficient. So, though I want to see the list when it comes out because I don't think I'm gonna. That's gonna be on it, though it should be because it does mm-hmm. really uh, take your immune system out. Okay, Chris. Uh, I here's here's why I would I would 
pick Pete first because I'm fat. No, all <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not what I was gonna I'm say. A high risk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Of my real house thoughts. How dare you? <laughs> I would pick Peter first because I love Veronica and I know that Peter makes Veronica happy even though he didn't pick her first. So I would Aww. pick Peter so that he can stay alive to keep. Oh, I love you, Chris. See, he's doing that for me. Maybe, Chris, Chris, maybe you should follow Joe to change your panties. <laughs> oh my God. Look at what he's saying to all these men who are doing a better job of flirting with his wife. Right? <laughs> Is there a is there a vaccine for toxic masculinity? Because I know who on this panel yeah. I would pick. <laughs> yeah, what about you? Uh, I do love you, Veronica, a whole lot. Um, but I am going to go with the person who had cancer. On hey, hey, who's that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm right there with you too, Emma. As much as I love my husband very much. I would definitely want to protect Elizabeth since she well, is- now I have to give it yeah. to only one of you. Okay, <laughs> that's really unfair. Elizabeth, I'd give you it first too. Thank you. Uh, I'd make you feel guilty about it. You know I'm gonna get in trouble with Veronica for this. <laughs> I can't choose Are just one wanted- person on the panel. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't understand the question. I refuse to answer it. There you go. <laughs> Elizabeth, maybe you should put on a new pair of panties. Too. Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Yes. Sounds you, like I'm the only one with intact panties. You need right. to think about this because I really think you should give it to the co-host of your other podcast. I should. Because obviously we're all going to die now, but you got to at least keep that thing going. Yeah. So, what if you keep one, one creative I'm sorry. Wait. So we're just going to roll past intact panties? Okay, that's cool. Right? So we're just gonna, I, I can acknowledge that. Okay. I was the, the only one that heard that. Because I would have picked Veronica. By the way, uh, uh, um, Chris and I are starting Man Panties, the podcast, on Monday. <laughs> all about feelings, baby. You're We're changing all every episode. Get in yeah. touch with us. It's, it's going to be like a big AA meeting. We're just going to talk about our Our first guest is going to be Chris's mom. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. She'll probably tell Get us to change all five of our fans tuning in. <laughs> hey, listen, that's by that's, that's, that's a set of views for each one, all right? <laughs> Okay, well that well that was fun. <laughs> this is our last full week of shows for 2020. All week we are celebrating the holidays in our final segment. Today we wanted to talk about our best and worst Christmas or holiday gifts ever. So let's each mention one gift you consider to be the best gift you ever received and the worst gift you ever received. Who wants to start? Okay, I'll start. Uh, <laughs> So for me, I want. I was thinking about this, and I'm like, well, I think one of the best gifts I ever received. I was like 11 or 12. Was on Barbie's dream house. It was like the the one with the elevator, and I wanted that so badly. So I remember just, um, you know, building it together, putting it together with my dad, and um, it was just like the coolest gift ever. And the worst gift, I think I talked about this on another episode that we did. But uh, I once got a gift from someone that I had given them. It was a re-gift and it came back to me. So, yeah, it was pretty funny, actually. So, yeah, that was probably the worst gift I ever got. It was a crystal dish. So, okay, Pete, let's start with you. Okay, so, you know, seeing as I I grew up in the uh, in the 70s before gifts were really cool for kids, 
Um, I got this thing. It was called Earthquake Tower. I don't, Joe. Do you remember Earthquake Tower by any yes, chance? Yes, I do actually. Yeah. It was it was basically three pieces of a tower that you put on top of each other, and then you just keep pressing down on a button until it shakes and they fall over. And that was, I, I mean, and at the time it seemed like a really great gift for like a half hour. Um, and I just remember that, like, I got it, and then then um, the next morning I I woke up and played with it for like five minutes. It fell over, and then my aunt came in and said my mother gave birth to my sister, which I, you know, I would say was the best Christmas gift ever, but you don't know my sister that well. Um, so, but yeah, the Earthquake Tower was the shittiest gift, and I, I have to actually say I asked for it, so I got what I deserved. Um, as far as the best gift is concerned, um, I don't, I, I was trying to think of one gift that I thought would be the best gift. And, and I couldn't think of one exact gift, but I can remember one one gift-giving moment that was really amazing. Um, my parents were, like, the worst at hiding Christmas gifts, so I knew from, like, about three or four that, that there was no Santa Claus. Because, like, my parents would do things like hide my gifts in my closet where my clothes were. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> like, let's put the stuff in the place where he's definitely going to go to uh, so we can ruin the whole Christmas thing right away. Um, and they did that. But what happened was, I think it was maybe three or four um we uh we went out on christmas eve and i remember that the uh we had done our christmas tree earlier in the day and we went out and while we were out we we lived in an apartment building at the time um we were driving back towards our apartment building and my dad said look at the window uh, the uh the light the uh the lights are on the tree did you leave the lights on and my mom said i didn't leave the lights on and then they said to me you didn't leave the lights on i said no well what happened was we came upstairs and, and out of nowhere, there were gifts all over the tree. And there was, and, and the, and the, the, um, like I said, yeah, like the lights were on. And it was like, for like one simple moment, it was like really that, that, you know, that Christmas was, uh, you know, that Santa was real again and everything else. Um, and so, yeah, that was really great. But I did just, just so we could put a bad note on that. I think my best gift that day was a uh, Planet of the Apes um, puzzle. Um, just so you know, it was a gigantic Planet of the Apes puzzle. It sounds like a lovely gift. I don't know why you don't like it. <laughs> so before I go to you, Chris, um, Danny online is saying the worst gift you ever got was the shake weight. Danny, while we're doing this, can you please type and tell us what the shake weight is? Because I don't know what that is. Oh, it's no the shake weight. It's where you hold it. It looks like you're jerking something off. Oh, it's supposed to be an exercise thing. Oh, and like it's it's a it's like a it's like a bar like a, a hand weight, but you uh-huh. hold it vertically and shake it up and down, and it and you full on look like you're jerking something off. It's terrible. Oh, it is a terrible gift. I don't want to make you relive that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Danny, Danny, save that for the uh, Martin Luther King special. Wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll play that with the <laughs> with, with the Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Uh, so the best Christmas gift I ever got was uh, my first Xbox. Uh, the reason why it was special to me is like one because I love Xbox. I know there's PlayStation people out there that are gonna uh, throw it up, and I don't give a damn. I will say that PlayStation has better graphics. You're right; you do have better video games. But I'm an Xbox fan, so suck a dick because <laughs> Halo. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Suck a uh, shake wake, man. I'll, yeah, fuck a shake wake and fuck PS5. Anyway, uh, Xbox because it was like the reason why it's special to me because it was like my system because like i grew up with brothers and shit like that so we shared everything like every game system we ever had we always had to share so it was like everybody so like 
you know, I, I like when my mom gave me the Xbox, it was mine. And like, I got to let my brothers play with it. So like, there was a little bit of power dynamic because I had the new system and it was like just for me. And it was pretty amazing. And when I finally got my own room in the house, I had my own system. So like, basically I had my own little world that nobody could penetrate and it was amazing. Now the second, uh, the, like the worst gift I ever got was actually a really dope gift, but like it became bad because of the outcome of it. So uh, back in the 90s, there was this toy called uh, Creepy Crawlers. I don't oh, yeah. know if uh, anybody remembers those. You put them in uh, the, the gel in the oven, you get little rubbery correct. critters. Correct. Well, <clears throat> my mom got me this for Christmas, and it was amazing until, like, I kept burning my fingers on it. And then, like, the little uh, tray handle to, like, pull out the tray, like, melted, which shouldn't have because it's supposed to be able to take out the hot tray from the oven after you make them. And then on top of that, like, uh, because I went so hard making all the creepy crawlers, like, as soon as I could after Christmas, after I got it, I ran out of the jail and my mom refused to buy me refills. So basically, I just sat there with an oven (laughs) for, like, the rest of the year because I was done with the jail by, like, January 2nd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. Okay, uh, Joe, what about you? Uh, best gift would probably be when we, we one year we went to Walt Disney World when I was a kid. And that was really great during Christmas time. Uh, you know, so all of my Disney stuff that's going on now, you can blame on my parents <laughs> for uh, the, the times that they took me there. Worst gift, I got a free round of Frisbee golf. Because <laughs> oh. apparently someone thought I was like a hipster, but I'm not. We're <laughs> 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 wearing. Somebody was mad at you, sir. Yeah, seriously. Emma. So uh, the worst gift I ever got. It's nothing special. It's nothing huge. Just people who get me bath salts. It's very well intentioned. It's very sweet. I have used them like twice in my life. And people keep getting them for me. And they smell nice, but I've got like drawers full of them because I feel bad giving them away and I never use them. Well, d- stop giving me bath salts. Um, <laughs> but the best gift I ever got, uh, there are two that I'm going to give, uh, that I'm going to say. Uh, one was uh, when I was a kid, I used to wear glasses. I wore glasses from ages two to 16. And so when I got my Molly American Girl doll, because she also had glasses and I loved it. She looked like me. That was so cool. She also had brown hair and everything. Um so my Molly American Girl doll, I loved her. And then also uh, in late middle school, early high school, when my parents got me a set of lessons doing stand-up comedy, because uh, it got me into doing comedy, which is how I found so many people who mean so much to me now. Oh, I have nice. a question. Chris, have I have a question. question. Real quick. I'm so sorry, Elizabeth. I know you want to go. I just have a quick question for Emma. Yes. Um, these friends that got you to bath sauce, are they of Jewish descent? Because I feel like that might be a little racist that they're getting you bath sauce for you to float in. Just all I'm saying. Dead Sea, Israel, there they float in. The, it's a salty water. That's why I'm asking. Just uh, wow. Ooh, long way okay, to go. So, for that. so someone needs to get Chris the stand-up comedy yeah. lessons for this Christmas. Emma <laughs> <laughs> got. Uh, sorry, I'm ahead of you guys. It's okay. Wait, did Emma freeze or is she just really upset? <laughs> I, I think she just realized that her, some of her friends that got a bath sauce are racist. That's all I'm saying. My, so, my gift to you, Chris, is, is that I'm going to pay Emma to teach you how to write a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, the joke was fired. Y'all just didn't get it. 
<laughs> well, what a jury. My legs are tired from getting there. Right now, when you were talking about the bath salts real quick, I just thought of something. So my friend Janelle and I, when we, like years ago, we used to get a lot of bath and body work stuff. Like, and I'm sure like ladies, you remember like, oh, Pumaria yeah, was one of the, you know, one of the scents. And Cucumber she would melon. Like we used to just get so much bath and body work stuff. And she would always tell me, okay, our friendship will be officially over if you get me bath and body work stuff. And that was like the joke that we had between us. But that just reminded me of that with the, with the bath salts. Okay, Elizabeth. Um, we lost Emma, by the way. I hope yeah, it's Emma was inter- so mad at that joke. I hope it's just an internet <laughs> thing. It was too good. It blew her mind. I know. No, we no. go repair her brain. That's no. cool. That's, it's okay, guys. Look, comedic genius. I'll start writing for the show. I hope you out. Yeah, no. Maybe no. she had to change her panties. <laughs> 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 they weren't as intact as she said they were. <laughs> anyway. That's how good that joke was. I broke the panties. <laughs> Any, anyway. <laughs> Um, I also probably my one of my best gifts was I got an American Girl doll as well. Um, I, ironically, I didn't wear glasses as much as I do now. I didn't need them till middle school, so I did not get the doll that probably most looked like me. Uh, but I wanted the Colonial Williamsburg Felicity doll, uh, and I have like the original OG one before they she came with a horse and all the other cool stuff. But that was a really big deal because those dolls weren't cheap and still aren't cheap. <laughs> They're quite the investment. Um, and, but I had a lot of fun and I, cause I always liked history stuff. And so I got even more into history stuff. Um, and just have always really, really dug having that. I still, I have the doll here in my apartment here in California. I had to put together the fancy archival box I bought for her. And my mom has the rest of her clothes. She's going to send me. And it's all like original stuff that you can't get anymore. Cause Felicity's discontinued. So that's pretty cool. Worst, um, I talked about it before. My grandma gave me the book on the Donner Party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the one for children. I remember that. <laughs> There's a children version of this? It was a children-friendly ver- <laughs> book about the Donner Party. Um, so, you know. And like I, I said then, in her defense, very into history. It was way into the Oregon Trail at the time. But this <laughs> book, unfortunately, came after that like real intensely interested phase. So kind of missed the boat a little. Uh, and then the actual other second worst gift was, um, I don't know if it's a gift so much as I just, there was a raffle uh, at the senior all night party and everybody and their brother was winning like toaster ovens and foosball tables. And they're like, number 24, Elizabeth Stanton. I was like, yeah. And they're like, here's your sleeping bag. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> what am I going to do mean- with this? That's not better than the Donner book? I feel like that's better than the Donner book. I don't camp, so what the fuck am I doing with the sleeping bag? <laughs> but you can have a sleepover. Sleepovers, and that... sleepovers yeah. yeah I you can read the, the Donner book to all your friends who are sleeping <laughs> over and depress the shit out of them. <laughs> uh, what, one day, uh, so I, I had it in my car forever and a day for no real reason, and then one day, finally, at college, it did disappear on a short movie shoot and i was like oh no my sleeping bag thank god <laughs> there she is Emma's back. Hey, it was we bad. lost it's you we around. thought you were so mad that you were like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> i mean i got pretty upset when i realized that some of my friends are racist yeah i told you oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. i said it i'm a fucking genius so, okay total honesty her. emma total honesty emma uh, I did hear some of the conversation after my screen froze, but before I officially like was gone, and uh, I, mean, I did hear you say that. <laughs> I'm funny. 
I said you left because you had to go change your panties. Oh my god! I did not say that, sir. No, How dare you, oh, Peter? Um, Peter said that. Yeah, it's not as funny when you say it to a woman. Yeah. <laughs> what does that funny. say about society? Funny, creepy. Funny, creepy. <laughs> I think it's just as funny. Pete, go ahead. Well, I, I was while I was while I was um, sitting here, I realized there was a couple other gifts that I would say either were uh, were the best and the worst. Um, but first, I just just for anybody as reference point, I'm putting on the screen the the earthquake tower. <laughs> Because I got a picture of it. It's literally three pieces, and you just hit a button like two or three times so the thing falls over. And that's the whole game. That's it. That's all you got. But um, but I was thinking... It made um, a cool noise, though. Yes, it did. It did. You're right. But um, I was thinking that as far as great gifts that I forgot I got, um, and again, this might be another one that Joe Joe probably remembers as well as I do, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Sure. We hey. Robots. And, okay, so everybody probably remembers it. You, yeah, you just yeah. played with this thing until and you, it's like the robots, they'd hit each other, and then eventually one of their heads would go all the way up, and that's how you won. And, and it was <laughs> greatest game ever. I, I don't know. I, there will never be a better game than Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And one of my worst gifts, one year, I, I used to ask like like people for, for music albums, um, and so I think it was 1983 and I asked a, a friend of my family's um, for a couple of albums and, and, and I wasn't sure if Van Halen's 1984 album was going to be out by Christmas. So I wrote, and if it's out, um, 1984 by Van Halen. And my, my friend came back like a week later, like on Christmas with a bunch of random albums and not the Van Halen record because she kept asking stores if the album and if it's out uh, by Van Halen was out yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Pete, no. you forgot something about the Rock'em Sock'ems, though. Just say yeah, those uh, Rock'em Sock'ems best. First of all, you said one of the, the robots hit. It's always the same robot. If you had the red one, which is usually the red one was always broken. So basically, if you played the blue character, you were always winning because the red I, one was I always I think I, I, th- I think I used to have the... Uh... I used to have they take the yellow all the time, and oh no, it was blue. I guess it wasn't even yellow. Yeah, it was blue. Hey, Joe, uh, let Elizabeth go first. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, because uh, within the magic of Christmas and gifts, like Pete's sweet story about the uh, the presents appearing, the worst scenario was uh, my brother did sneak into our parents' room and find our Christmas gifts and show me that I was getting hungry, hungry hippos when I was four. Now I was not a very good liar then. And I randomly asked in the grocery store, not long before Christmas, am I getting hungry, hungry hippos for Christmas? And my mom was fucking furious. And my (laughs) brother routinely blames me for that. But how could I'm four, bro. You can't trust me to keep my fucking mouth shut. I don't have the cognitive skills at four to be like a rock solid liar and have a poker face. Let it go, man. (laughs) and then on the magic of christmas side though at one point i did notice that um santa's handwriting and my mom's handwriting on the gifts were were very very similar and i one day presented her like i was in a courtroom (laughs) saying ma'am your your handwriting santa's handwriting care to explain (laughs) and she paused for a moment and said he's so busy he asks me to write your name on the tag and i was like well god damn it airtight case dismissed enjoy your day 
<laughs> and I believed in Santa for like another couple of years because I guess my brother stopped relieving early. I think my dad ruined it for him. Uh, sorry to call you out like that, Tom, but it's true uh, from what I understand. So my mom was like really oh, yeah. dedicated. I was like 15 in the car one time. I was like, mom, I know Santa's not real. And she's like, you, you don't know. <laughs> you, you don't know that he's not. <laughs> I was like, I'm 15. I think I got it by now. <laughs> right, you probably know about them. And so... Listen, if you are actually looking, you're still trying to figure out a gift this year, probably not for us, especially not for Emma because she doesn't like bath salts. But uh, while this site is not a sponsor, I really do suggest checking out Bath Bombs and Butt butt Plugs. It is an actual site, and they will custom make both the bath bomb and the butt plug to match. So I would go and check that out. I think you can probably find somebody in your family who could really use that combination. Or or both. (laughs) Uh, and uh, uh, Peter probably would love the bad mm. bombs of, of, of butt plug. I'm not yeah, sure. You know what, Pete? Pete, the butt plug would really ruin your panties. <laughs> Comedy. That's suggestion. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I mean, well, Veronica, he did. He didn't say you get you first. So, like, since you don't get the vaccine first. I don't suggest wearing the bomb top five while moment. using the bath bomb. That could be a problem. Other than that. <laughs> so with that, we're going to say goodnight tonight. <laughs> we'll leave you with that. <laughs> That's our show for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow at 6 p.m. for an all new TMI Daily. Bye, everyone. Have a good night and stay safe.